0: We are now joined by 95th District State Representative Avery Bourne. Avery, good morning to you. And uh, first of all, how shocking was it? You know, Avery's got some great news for us. First, before we get into the dirty work here, we're going to talk a little bit about the (laughs) bone marrow transplant that that you're going to be going under. You know, tell us about that journey. You know, what got you eight years ago to uh, try to test yourself at the bone marrow place?
1: You know, I think for a lot of folks, I knew um, someone, one of my professor's daughters was um, diagnosed with blood cancer. And I decided to join the bone marrow registry, which uh, for your listeners takes about 10 minutes. They'll send you some swabs, you swab your cheek, send it in. And then about a month ago, um, I got a call that um, I was a match. So it took eight years, but i um, really excited for this opportunity. It's I don't know what to expect, but um, it's really um, a cool thing.
2: So, when does this uh, this go down, and do you know what the uh, procedure is going to be like? I, I would imagine getting bone marrow has got to be woof. It's going to be
1: rough. Yeah. So the so the registry, the bone marrow registry. What I didn't know at the time, but I'm glad to know now, is a majority of donors give what's called um, peripheral blood cells, um, which is uh, basically it's going to be two days of a very long blood donation if anyone's ever done that. So it's um, not really surgical. They put in a couple of needles and then they'll spin out the cells that they want and put the rest of them back in your body. So, much less invasive than
2: i expected oh wow oh, yeah, wow. I, yeah thought, I thought they were going to like go yeah. in and like dig into your bone marrow type thing
0: oh yeah yeah cuz I, yeah. I i had a next door neighbor that did that about 15 yeah. 20 years ago so and the yeah, science that, must that have was, changed. yeah the science oh, has pretty changed remarkable. a little bit that's talk
2: cool. talk a bit about um, i guess just the the, the spirit behind this uh, you you mentioned you know a professor had a daughter who had blood cancer but you know it, it's it's even bigger than that uh, the the idea of uh, this this voluntary spirit this, uh, this need for people to step up uh, and to offer up these types of things, uh, from small donations to even big things like uh, being a uh, bone marrow donor.
1: Yeah, you know, I I think that this same spirit of so many people donate blood because it's one small thing that we can do to help improve someone else's life. And so many people give, uh, donate organs, right, when they no longer need them. Um, And this is something else that you can do to literally be a cure for someone's blood cancer um, while you're still living. So I've had so many folks reach out to me who are on the registry or who have donated who are in my life that I had no idea. So it's something we probably don't talk about, but such a cool thing that people who know someone who's undergone blood cancer usually are willing to sign up and say, I want to be their cure for somebody else.
0: Wow, and that's really cool that the insight too about the fact that basically it's just a two day blood donation rather than major operation. I mean that that's that's got to help a lot of people head toward the bone yeah. marrow uh, transplant uh, arena too. Pretty incredible, yeah, it really is. All right, well anyway, let's let's get because we haven't had uh, we haven't even had you on the morning show I don't think yet. You know, in the new show,
2: yeah, with uh, the two It two of us, right?
0: It, it of course, represents uh, the the uh, you know the Litchfield Taylorville area. That's where the ninety fifth is. You know, down in that particular area. You guys have not had much of an impact, uh, you know, just just sporadic spots as far as COVID-19 goes. What is the mood of your constituents as to all of these uh, unilateral restrictions coming down by the governor as toward COVID-19? What are you hearing from your constituents?
1: You know, I think the frustration is really palpable for a couple reasons, mainly what you said, that this is the governor going it alone. Um, I believe, which I think is a belief shared by a lot of my constituents, that he is beyond his constitutional authority. Um, but, you know, we've, I've talked to folks who, they're wearing a mask. They know this is a pandemic. They know that certain restrictions are required. Um, the governor going it alone, not getting local input from legislators, input from business groups, um, is really, really taking a toll. We need to all be, uh, you know. He says all in Illinois, but he likes to do it himself. We actually all have to be consulted on this because we're all impacted by it.
2: Representative, we uh, also were uh, earlier today reviewing some of the uh, uh, schedules that uh, the House and the Senate has. Uh, of course, J Carr's mm-hmm. meeting today. It's a joint commission. Um, I uh, went to the state house when there was a uh, the joint uh, audit commission met. They met. Uh, At the State Mm -hmm. House, and even some members were virtual. Uh, And there's been, uh, you know, very other activity Uh, for the past five months outside of uh, the truncated uh, pandemic special session uh, where you guys passed the budget and a variety of other measures. um, There haven't been any public hearings. The the, the only public hearing that's scheduled for the month is a Senate Transportation Committee hearing about tollway contracting. You're in the minority, uh, you, you don't chair a committee. What what's going on here in your estimation and what can uh, the minority do other than talk about the need for public hearings on a range of issues from schools to public health and nursing homes to uh, these mandates from the governor to the governor's power beyond 30 days? What can you guys do as elected officials within the state legislature?
1: Yeah, I mean, to your question of what's going on, this is um house democrats specifically in our chamber not wanting to come out in public with all of these allegations around speaker madigan having official events would make them you know have to come out and say things um but the speaker's office has put out guidelines on how we are to have hearings they're prepared to do it um i wrote an op-ed a couple of weeks ago saying it's time for hearings and audits um we've been we're five months into this and we haven't had any public hearings on how all of this federal money is being spent. We haven't had hearings on the failures, of IDES. I mean, the louder we are, the more chance there is for hearings. Um, but we're hearing this. I mean, even our members of Congress are saying, hey, get your act together. We need more transparency. We need to have hearings on this. Um, so we'll keep pushing. The minority is never supposed, was never supposed to, you know, just be able to sit back and hope that the majority Um, did what they asked, right? The minority is supposed to have certain rights, and of these, um, calling for hearings should be one of them.
0: Representative, we touched on a raw nerve earlier this morning when we were talking about FOID cards and the fact that so many people that are are waiting so long for uh, services from the state of Illinois, FOID cards, one of them, but obviously IDS unemployment, things like that. You know, what are you thinking about in terms of uh, getting better technology in Illinois? Or what do you think the problem really is of why this government doesn't seem to be too responsive to people in some areas?
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Floyd and IDES are the top two constituent concerns that our office receives right now. And a lot of it is blamed on technology, but you can't blame the technology um, forever, right? If they want to invest in this, then they're going to have to find either cut somewhere else, or, by the way, they shouldn't have uh, taken all of this money that was supposed to go towards Uh, Floyd cards and uh, the state police actually administering these things, you can't sweep those funds and then say, oh, we're under-resourced. So I think we need to have accountability there. But upgrades to the system are totally necessary. One of my favorite stories to tell is when uh, folks who work for our office have to send in their timesheets. it has to be faxed. I don't pay for a fax machine in our office because it's just not useful. So we have to email them to someone who has to then fax them to the correct office in order to get timesheets in. The antiquated systems are just um, ridiculous. And we could find a lot of government efficiencies, I think, if we had the right technology.
0: You Guys have to fax your timesheets. Fax timesheets in, yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I share. I shared a story, you know, earlier about the fact that at the, at the state fair when I was uh, when it flooded out, I was down underneath the bowels of the state fair. When it was like four years ago, and they were using a green screen, a desktop phone with a bunch of buttons that light up on there, and and a, and a track printer to, to you know. Wow. That's a major concert venue doing all of this, you know, four years ago. And I don't <sighs> know. I don't know if that's improved or not. Yeah. So the technology. I know that governor Rounder had tried to to upgrade that a little bit. But uh, I, I'm really surprised if with all the technology And the, the governor...
1: comptroller held it up.
0: Yeah, right. right? Exactly. I yep. Mean... Yep. Yeah, we were talking about that. Susanna Mendoza held it up. But but again, I, you know, with the technology that Governor Pritzker used to win election, you would think that that would be a top priority, you know, to that that, that, that these IDS, you know, I mean, we can all say, we can all talk about the Foyd card and, and whatever, and yeah, it's a great way to, to take away gun rights from people or whatever, and that's a maddening enough issue but the ides thing is a life or death thing i mean a lot of people are are kind you know they're, they're 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 dependent on that money they've lost their jobs in this and they need to get that money back and you know to make people wait or to scramble or to have to spend you know hours upon hours on hold trying to get a hold of somebody that
2: can help them out that's ridiculous and, and representative um we've got just a very limited amount of time here but um on these issues of increasing, you know, technology that's going to cost money, of course. Uh, but we've got as well the president saying that uh, he's not going to bail out uh, poorly run states. Uh, Illinois, one of those states, as as most of us know, have looked at the numbers. Um, and on the issue of unemployment, I mean, all this is going to cost money. The state's already looking to borrow billions uh, through September to cover unemployment um you've got uh, the feds not wanting to bail out states what needs to go here in illinois uh, as far as spending as far as looking at priorities and how quickly do you guys need to get back together to address these things
1: i think we need to get back soon because our budget is already billions hello billions of dollars already um and we don't know where that is necessarily going and re- in relation to COVID relief. And, oh, by the way, we just borrowed $5 billion from the federal government. The fiscal future of Illinois, if we don't get this under control, is really, really um, in trouble. So I think we have to get back soon, and that's why I've called for things like audits. We have to know exactly where money is being spent and what is actually needed before we can prioritize what goes in our budget.
0: 95th State Representative Avery Bourne, listen, thank you for your time. Thank you for donating uh, uh in you know, helping out the blood cancer fight. And, uh, uh, it, by the way, do you have any information offhand real quick about where people can do that, you know, as far as donating for bone marrow?
1: Yeah, go to Be The Match. It takes less than 10 minutes to sign up.
0: All right, great. BeTheMatch.com. There we go. All right, terrific. Avery, thank you so much. We appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much.